0: You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time.
1: Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens twice a week where two old guys and one very freshly married man talk talk about old games. Newly married boy. Newly married boy. Hashtag
2: newly married boy. <laughs> and your neighbor's dog. Yep. Um, does, does that dog have a name that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware. D- Asshole? Not that yeah. I'm aware of. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They usually call him, hey, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but this week... I guess now we goofed last time, and I said it was Wednesday when it was Monday. Now it's really Wednesday.
2: I'm not going to let you accept that blame wholly because, like, I just sat here like, yeah, it's Wednesday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <So>.
2: <laughs> that fool doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> we'll share the blame uh, along with Bailey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's no,
1: just blame it on Bailey. <laughs> and so we're playing through Digital Trends' top 25 Sega games.
2: Yes, Sega, Sega, Sega.
1: That's very good. And today we're playing the 21st ranked game. That's right. I counted this time. Yeah. (laughs) So we were ready. Comic zone. Comics zone. So fresh from his honeymoon, he was enjoying wedded bliss, and we reached through and grabbed him and pulled him through the ether because he's our comic zone expert. We're the
2: master, Paul Corn. How's it going, guys? Guy who dances, Paul (laughs) Corn. Yeah.
1: And guy who dances.
2: I have an important question for you, Paul. Yeah. That I've been saving for an episode that we get to record with you or Chandra. So it's uh-huh. it's you. Okay. Can we start calling you Archive as Cute Butt again or <laughs> Rhythm ma-
0: Rhythm Master Cute Butt?
3: <laughs> sure, what the hell? All right, great. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: just have me on more. That's all I ask. All
2: right. Okay. Hey man, you keep driving up. You I mean you ma- you make this Four-hour round trip every time you come mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah, so. it's fine. Um, I enjoy I believe it. in it. I enjoy it. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. I'm no glad no we can make it work because I didn't think, because of timing and everything, I didn't think you were going to be able to come on this episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if it had been last week, uh, things would have been a little bit hectic. But we, uh,
2: what if Tyler and I had shown up like guerrilla marketing style, uh, guerrilla journalist style, and just like. <laughs> crashed your wedding and like just started doing a podcast right literally
0: crashed through the window and just
2: just doing running commentary on your (laughs) wedding
0: i don't know why i
1: expected you when you said gorilla to follow up with gorilla monsoon because like we're just gonna wrestle you we'll walk in a wwf style just wrestle you for a while what
2: is gorilla monsoon is that a wrestler yes okay
1: show notes that's amazing (laughs) i have not heard of that This, oh man! So, before we get to all the comic zone goodness, I'm your beard host Tyler, and I have a small update to the story I told on last week's last week le- le- Monday's, Monday's episode.
2: Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday,
3: Monday's <laughs> <Yeah>. episode.
1: <laughs> so, I said it was a place called a Wild Hair.
2: Yeah, I looked for that for the show notes, and I found a salon. Yeah, that's
1: uh, a girl went to high school. She owns that salon. <laughs> so I want to say it's like a Christian hair salon called Wild Hair. So I was wrong. Yeah. I was thinking it's it, it used to be called Wild Things. Okay. Now it is called Fantasy World. So I was very wrong.
2: <laughs> so like did this former classmate like contact you and saying. Uh, a whole bunch of guys with their dicks out showed up to get their <laughs> haircut.
1: Well, it's the um, you have a t shirt about
2: her, Dave. It is her he- hair salon. Oh, yeah. from the from genitalia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that is excellent. That actually fits well with the name of the the party that was named <laughs> after her. Her name is Genitalia. <laughs> genitalia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, besides besides that goof. Uh, I decided to do some research Some investigation of this place Uh Before we go and spend any
2: money Now what's the name of it again? Now it's Fantasy World. Fantasy World. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Not to be confused with Holiday World, which is a, a, local, <laughs> a local, a regional. Or Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Final Fantasy World. I like that. So when they go hey,
1: out of business... I, they get a huge flux in clientele
2: yeah. if, <laughs> if you ever notice a going out of business sign on their doors, we need to buy that building and just paint final <laughs> in front of their sign. <laughs> You, you did
1: research. I did some research. I couldn't find... I did research for... Looked on topics, which is the cesspool of Western Kentucky. Yeah, absolutely. It is an unregulated uh, post... Uh, um, it's a forum. A forum, yeah. yeah. Completely unregulated. The only way you can do anything is you can pay them to remove something. Right. So, so if someone somebody, says something bad about you... There's so much slander and shit-talking, and it is just... It's the worst place. It's the worst But it's just unrelenting gossip about everything. So I was like, well, if if they're going to have anything to say about this place, it's going to be on topic.
2: It's a hive of scum and villainy. Hmm.
1: So I looked for both Wild Things and Fantasy World. Okay. The last thing I could pull up is from 2013 when it was called Wild Things and Turning Into Fantasy World. And it looks like they have indeed phased out the models...
2: Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, because last episode you were talking about that they were supposed to have models there.
1: Mm-hmm. See, that, that's the weird thing. The forum said in 2013 they had gotten rid of the models, and basically they, most of the time it was couples coming in and had sex in like, the theater room, yeah. and then people would pay to watch them in the other room.
2: So we're definitely going. So we're definitely <laughs>
1: going. We're definitely performing.
2: You're Right. <laughs> You, we should record a podcast Tad 69 there. it's going to be great <laughs> we'll dress up in our final fantasy cosplays <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's spoken
2: i get to i get to be Kane. <laughs>
0: sorry Aww. called it <laughs>
1: I guess I'll be Paladin Cecil then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can be Paladin Cecil, and I'll be Dark Knight Cecil. Okay.
0: <laughs> you guys are making it's so much fan fiction come they, true. Oh,
1: man, the XXX scene this of is, Mount Colts. Are, yeah. No, that's Final Fantasy
2: no, no. Six. Oh, what was the uh. Mount? Was it like Mount Light or something like completely obvious It's something, like that?
1: yeah. I, I want to say, but yeah, we'll do the XXX version of that. We need to have
2: a giant a uh, fake mirror that's between us and it's like we're looking in at each other like <laughs> reflecting on our souls and then we just start fucking. <laughs> Simulated. Like there, are Unless co- you're into it.
0: There <laughs> are cosplay porn websites. You need to sell this script to somebody. <laughs> ah,
2: I like that. I like the opportunity to make a, make a few bucks on our Weird fan, Final Fantasy,
1: <laughs> but because that post was in 2013, of course now everybody knows it's 2016. I spoke to somebody who went a year and a half ago, and they did have models, and they spoke to them because the models were trying to negotiate to go do a private dance. And supposedly it is there. I read a ton of different rules, and supposedly it was very expensive uh, to go back to one of the booths, but it wasn't separated by glass. They did a private dance but absolutely no touching, and it was, I want to say, like something like $200 for...
2: So it was a yeah. prostitution ring. I think, yeah, Yeah, probably. I mean, that's kind of what it sounds like. But
1: then now it looks like they've, from what I've read, it sounds like they've phased out the models, and now it's just basically... Something about
2: the police. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, it sounds like now it's just a gay hookup place, maybe. I'm not entirely sure.
2: That explains why you saw no women there. Nothing.
3: Well, uh, uh-huh. uh, a bit to oh, that, okay. I
1: drove by today on my way home from work. I passed by there at about 5.30. It was fucking packed. Really?
2: Packed cars? on a Tuesday?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're right. Saturday night was yeah. not their prime time. <laughs> so I don't know why, but yeah, I checked it out. Just rows and rows of cars there. You didn't stop?
2: Were they grilling hot dogs up front? <laughs> <laughs> they just moved
1: from... I thought about it. But was like, oh, Paul will be here any second? I need to. I need to get back.
2: Plus, <laughs> I want the couple's discount. It's just... mm, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's put let's put the episode on pause. Road go check trap. it out. Come back. <laughs> I can get some McDonald's. That's what they want. A guy showing up with a big a big box of fries. <laughs> hey, y'all gonna what y'all gonna fuck or something? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I really I like getting blowjobs while I eat a Big Mac. That's just, that's my fetish. my fetish. Somebody, uh, anybody, please.
2: <laughs> that actually doesn't sound weird at all. Yeah. It sounds like a pretty good deal, honestly. <laughs> you want the Big Mac sauce? <laughs> well, now it gets
3: a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> all right,
1: that, that's my update. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that update. Mm-hmm. Um. So we still have to go and investigate to find out what's actually there cuz the internet is inconclusive. Jesus.
2: Now now I like okay last episode we talked about like that's a Patreon stretch goal. Mm-hmm. Like now it really is because it is actually going to like I need motivation to go there now after
3: you told me that
2: <laughs> Where it's like well it turns out it's just a gay hookup place. But but then because
1: that's what they said in 2013 and then yeah. somebody went and said there were models there. So
2: no clue. No clue. What do you think about this mm-hmm. this is an incredibly like one hundred percent off the wall idea for an episode. What do you think about going there and like actually like interviewing somebody there? Oh god, that'd be good. It had nothing to and do ask with
0: ask what their favorite Super Nintendo game. Yeah, is. oh, that
2: was, I was about to say it had nothing to do with the <laughs> retro games, but yes, that could be like the last question we <laughs> ask. Like, so okay, so so wait, how many dicks did you see go in this guy? <laughs> Wow, that's a lot. All right, wait, before we go, what's your favorite Super Nintendo game? Don't know what that is? It's fine. No big deal. See
1: ya. <laughs> well, we're like a Tadpog Proto Prom, and we just have oh, as shit. many people come as we can, oh, and we go in there. We flash
2: mob. The, yeah. <laughs> the we just pack world. that
1: place out, and that's where we do our live recording. We go
2: in the theater, and everyone else fills up the viewing room. <laughs> Admission to Tadpog Prom is free. Everyone just has to be naked. That's the price. <laughs> your clothes at the door.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: <man. laughs> I'm going to see so many wieners. It's going to so, be ridiculous. So many, <laughs> yep. yep. Thank you for that update. That You're welcome. That was fucking delightful. <laughs> uh, what's up, Internet? I am Dave, your Bespectacled host, and I just got a haircut, which is important to mention because I was going to pick up some... Uh, Nutty Buddy Zebra Cakes. Who? Or is it Nutter Butter? What is the name of the. Nutty
1: nutty Buddy. It's
2: Nutty Buddy is the name of the peanut butter. Nutter Butter is the peanut 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 butter spice. Ice cream? Oh. Well,
1: Nutty Buddy is the crispy, crunchy. Yeah, okay, chocolate that. chocolate bar treat.
2: I was gonna make a trip to Wally World to, um, or WalMarts, as uh, people around here love <laughs> to call it, WalMarts. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Um, I was gonna head to Walmart and uh, see if I could find some of those for us to all. Uh, gorge ourselves upon mm-hmm. however yeah. i got a haircut instead
0: so that's my intro
2: i got a haircut guys
0: i can't eat your haircut dave shit
2: if you would have mentioned i could have brought it
0: <laughs> we'll call you big haircut
2: big
1: big
0: haircut, big haircut. that's an
1: office deep cut <laughs> yeah.
2: oh man what's up paul
0: not much uh i figured i'd come in with an intro story if you'll give me a moment please uh, yeah, like, I knew we were going to be talking about comics, and, uh, if anybody remembers, I am the writer of a comic series called Zoku Show. Absolutely. It's like Dungeons & Dragons in a modern setting. We got parkour gnomes, we got zombie hitmen, we got magic gunslingers, all that kind of stuff. Just check us out at waywardcross.com on Facebook at Wayward Cross Comics. You know? There'll
2: be a link in the show notes for sure. I'm, and I'm actually glad that, like, there, uh, there have been several episodes where you've been on where, like, we've been done, and I've been like, Paul... <laughs> you didn't plug anything, man. Yeah, you need I, to plug I, your shit.
0: I, I need to get better at that. But so. um, but yeah, we've we've been to a bunch of uh, anime conventions, you know, selling uh, printed copies of the book and whatnot. And uh, over the – we've done this for I guess about three or four years – closer to four years now uh, selling at conventions. And uh, every year we run into at least a couple of people that just don't get the hint that they need to leave the table.
2: Some real Cecil's.
0: Like, uh, the, the term that I hear for, from a lot of other people that do this kind of thing regularly, they call them booth barnacles where they just kind of attach themselves to the booth. They don't buy anything. They just chat at you because you can't leave. Gotcha. You know? Um, so we were at this one convention in Ohio called MatsuriCon, and, uh, Like it's the first day we had just set up and, uh, Brandon and Lynn and the artists I work with, uh, they went back to the hotel room to like put away some stuff, you know, and they're like, Hey, can you hold, hold down the fort? We'll be back in like, you know, 30 minutes or so. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's go. You know? And, uh, first person comes up to my table and he's wearing like a flight suit and he's got like a lightsaber, you know? And, you know, he's like, Oh, I see you have a comic here. Uh,
3: <laughs>
0: you know, you know, I I I write stuff, you know, and I'm just like, oh, really? Well, what what do you? Uh, uh, what kind of stuff do you write? Because I have not learned that you do not engage like that. <laughs> um, that
2: like, you're not supposed to ask questions like that, like not, open questions. You're with not like... supposed
0: to lead in that heavily yeah. to it because it. Okay. M- m- but um. Yeah, what so, was your
2: childhood like, sir? Please. <laughs>
0: Please tell me why you didn't have a good relationship with your father. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he goes into this thing about, you know, he's cosplaying as a character from his thing that he hasn't written anything to. He's just got to write it down as all. Like, it's all in his head. Yeah, that's wow. just... Wow. That's the worst. Just but,
2: like my D&D campaigns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> like he goes on about this whole thing. Like it's set in the star Wars universe and the characters like him, but it's a robot and it's the most powerful robot Jedi ever. And he has to travel backwards in time to kill himself. Did you fucking of punch it.
2: him at robot Jedi? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, it's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's very early and I'm trying not to make a scene, but every time someone comes anywhere near the booth, I'm trying to, hey, hey, you want to check out comics? We got comics, you know, like just trying to have any excuse to be like, hey, man, sorry, I got a pitch to this person. Nobody would come within 10 feet like they knew. Oh, so he's hey, repellent, man.
2: essentially. Oh. Not only is he like tying up you, but uh, but, keeping uh, people away. Yeah, and it was just
0: one of those things where it's just like, oh god. You know, like, 30 minutes later, he's finally worked and worn himself out, I think. It doesn't buy anything. Brandon and Landon get back, and I'm like, okay man, I've got (laughs) a I'm going to go get a drink or something. Just be away from the table for a minute.
2: You know, I got to and- do like the hardest fucking drugs. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I'll be back in four days.
0: I still remember this shit. That's the thing that bugs me about all this. <laughs> I can still remember his concept.
2: <laughs> then you need to steal it. <laughs> Let's but- punch it up. Let's workshop no, it. Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. I'm not done yet. Because oh, like as I'm leaving the table... A a girl comes up to the table, you know, and uh, she's wearing, like, a princess costume. You know, she's probably in, like, her mid-20s, you know, that kind of thing. You know, and there's a lot of cosplay stuff. I don't recognize it, but I'm like, I don't recognize a lot of the shit here. Turns out she's a real princess.
2: No one knew. (laughs) But
0: as I'm, you know, like, gathering my stuff so that I can go buy a soda and just kind of walk around for a minute, I hear her telling them about her original character, and I hear key words it's it's that guy's sister. Oh, no. They're in the, oh, s- they're in the my same universe. God. <laughs> I, got ba- uh, I got back like 30 minutes later. She was just then leaving. <laughs> we lost over an hour to these people. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I just, oh, man. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, the thing is, I can't really complain that much because I've heard of people having like active like harassment and whatnot at the hand of like people from uh, at cons. You like know? how do you mean? Well, just in the sense that, you know, like, you know, they're being really creepy. They'd stalk them like after they left the table, really? you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I am very lucky to have a penis. I'll just say as a, as uh, i I'll say, guy. yeah,
1: <laughs> well, and what a penis As, it is. as a straight white man, I'm thankful to have a penis for
2: all the career opportunities. <laughs> Man, like, uh, we need a soundboard for things like that. <laughs> Slide with <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's one of my con stories. That's one of the more interesting ones. I feel that is
2: a good con story. There, I mean, there, there are a bad con there's
0: story. a bunch where it's just people wouldn't take the hint, and you know, I would just try and. Hey, hey, can you move to the side? We got I got to talk to this person here you know, that I would des- like I basically would lasso people in to be like, "Okay, I need you to come to the table so they they realize that I have other things to do." You know, that kind of thing.
2: You need like, like What you need is like a distraction. <laughs> like you need something where it's like what is name something cheap that everybody likes. What is pizza? Wh- cheaper than pizza. Candy? McDonald's. Candy, McDonald's. Oh, okay, McDonald's. I like McDonald's because we can go on my whole Big Mac fetish. Uh, <laughs> what you can do is just get like a t-shirt cannon and just load it with McDonald's french fries. So like <laughs> when one of these people comes to your table like you're five minutes in, you're just like, Fuck it. You reach under the table, unstrap your t shirt cannon, and just fire french fries into the air. (laughs) Like Assassin's Creed. Like you're essentially just like Like sprinkling coins on the ground. And they're like, rain. The the rest of the con rushes over and gorges themselves on fries. And then you slip into the crowd.
1: (laughs) Just this concept of like you're going as your own original character from nothing you've done. That's like, yeah. That's like if I were to go dressed as a drow. Who are you? Uh, I'm Elijah Darkfist. I'm the Drow Sorcerer. What's he from? Uh, my 2003 Dungeons and Dragons game.
2: <laughs> you need to enjoy. You need to be more indignant that someone would ask you where you're from. Uh,
1: yeah, seriously. The cr- uh, my third edition 2003 <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons game. Excellent. Nailed he it. was based on Magus from Chrono Trigger. So <laughs> just just picture just picture Magus and then make him like really black and that's like it.
2: <laughs> I'm firing the French fry gun. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, the the chrome-plated balls on some of these people, like considering how bad they are at social situations, the boldness some of these people have, you know, to monopolize your time is fascinating to me.
2: I'm gonna take this to a dark place, so I hope you're all ready.
0: Alright. Mm-hmm.
2: What if what if you were all you would like, like okay, say you're say you've got a table at a con, and you've already decided, like, going in, you're like well, you know what, I've already decided that I'm gonna end my life early <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is fucking teach one of these fucking booth barnacles. The first one that comes over, it hits the 15 minute mark they get to witness my death. <laughs> 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 can i make it darker what if that, what
1: if that brother and sister had that day made a suicide pact <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we're gonna go is what we've created and if no one cares we have nothing to offer this world and we kill ourselves tonight <laughs> oh my God. but if somebody listens
2: to us oh. and cares we'll live another day <laughs> But if you someone, might have saved lives, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good. I like that perspective.
0: Like it is one of those things. Like I, I think about some of these people <laughs> sometimes, and I get legitimately sad because yeah. you know, I, I, I see some of these people, and I'm like, okay, you're going through an awkward phase. I went sure. through. I went through my weeb phase. I, I get it. I'm still you know? going
2: through an awkward yeah. <laughs> phase.
0: <laughs> but it, you know, there are some people that like they're clearly like in their late 30s and still acting like this, and I'm like, oh, you're not getting better. <coughs> you're never gonna get better. We're lo- we lost Tyler.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I- I'm trying a not your father's vanilla cream ale.
2: Oh shit! Mm. Can I have a can I have a sip of that? There you go, vanilla daddy. Big bad vanilla daddy. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you had to call me when we go to Fantasy World. <laughs> I love it because you're because you're Paladin Cecil. You're yeah. vanilla daddy.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. You I guess i
0: no. Nah, I'm good. I'm good.
2: You're vanilla daddy, and I'm chocolate daddy. <laughs> dark daddy, dark daddy, dark daddy's belt.
3: <laughs>
2: oh man! All right, you guys want to talk about Comic Zone now? Yeah, Comic I'd love Zone. To. I think we need to because the I, Zone of
0: Comics. I feel
2: like X. that's what people have come for. Oh right? yeah, yeah totally. They've come for the Comic Zone. So, yes, Comics with an X.
0: Yep, because nothing is more nineties. Than comics with an X. We're gonna get in the
2: nineties, I think. Mm-hmm. That's inevitable. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you hear that, Dave? I heard I heard shut up, dog, <laughs> and I heard um, a lawnmower going, but mm-hmm. I don't
1: hear anything now. Um, y- yes, I believe if my costume is actually actually my costume today, then <laughs> wearing to this
2: con. Yes. I do hear that. I do hear us making fun of ourselves. I do. Hear- <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Which of
1: course, I ushers- my, my character James Castle. <laughs> he's a he's a mighty king.
2: Okay, James Castle. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to take us down a weird rabbit hole, stupid inside like inside shit. But this is I feel like this is important. Everyone, uh, hopefully listening, is familiar with uh, Jacob York of Wolf Fighting fame, who has uh, guest hosted several episodes. Mm-hmm. He played a character named James Castle. Mm-hmm. And you, Tyler, saying that makes me really <laughs> wish that, like, Jacob will go to Dragon Con cosplaying himself talking about James Castle. So I need, like, a super... A Jacob like, needs to get, like, super nerdy... Yeah. And just talk about James Castle the entire time. I actually oh have God.
1: imagined an alternate universe. There are <laughs> seven different James Castles, one for each alignment with a different backstory, all relating <laughs> to the night that he left the circus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a flip side to Jacob's going to be really amused by that, but no one else cares. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry, everybody else, for 20 seconds. I, I knew I was going, opening up a, a doorway there. Because
1: so, we had just talked about, we make too many inside jokes. I know, Everyone I know. this as inside as it
2: gets. I know, and I'm, yes, I'm guilty of that. I apologize.
0: I kept talking, it's fine.
2: <laughs> we enjoyed it, and that's all that matters. Uh-huh.
0: I enjoyed you enjoying it. <laughs> oh well, thank you. That's
2: that's very sweet. I I want to throw out there. Um, I feel like there's an uh, an opposite. There's like here's the flip of the booth barnacle is where I I DragonCon right. I go to DragonCon yeah, and their vendor floor is huge. Uh-huh. It is enormous. Like yeah. it is like three usually like three full floors of vendors. And I usually want to like do a like a lap of each floor and just check out what everything is. Mm -hmm. Man, it it gets tough on that third floor (laughs) when it's like there are these booths where it's like they you know they've gotten like no traffic and it's just like I'm just like a zombie walking by and they're like hey 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 come here. Man, I really don't. I'm not. I trust me. You're just gonna waste your time. Hey man, you
0: like (laughs) comics? I got comics. (laughs)
2: And I'm like, I have, like, you don't understand. I'm cheap. I'm not buying anything. I'm just like going around. I'm going to buy one t shirt, and I do not see t shirts in your booth.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. I do hear that. Mm-hmm. I, do hear, I do hear us making fun of ourselves mm-hmm. uh, and delving deep within the asshole that is uh, in the inside of our jokes, <laughs> uh, which, of course, ushers in a segment that I like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Comics Zone is a 1995 arcade-style beat-em-up video game originally released as a Sega Genesis exclusive. The game's unique feature is that it is set within the panels of a comic book. Each level consists of two pages, and secrets are discovered by shredding the paper and revealing items. That's not a really good descriptive sentence. Nope. We'll get get into that. We'll we'll clarify that. that. Um, the dialogue is rendered within talk bubbles. Come on.
0: Talk bubbles? Talk bubbles. I have never heard a single person <laughs> refer to them as that. <laughs>
2: what, uh, let's see. Sprites a and spe- ba-
0: A speech boat.
2: A speech
3: boat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sprites and backgrounds possess the bright colors and dynamic drawing style favored by superhero comics. Uh, the game was originally from a concept video animated by Peter... Oh God! I felt like I was doing a really good job up yeah. until now. Peter Moral titled "Joe Pencil Trapped in the Comic Zone." The video was made in 1992 displaying... Joe Pencil. Joe Jesus. Pencil. <laughs> and, uh, it was made in 1992 displaying the animation of how the gameplay and the comic book elements would blend in. If it exists on YouTube, I will have a link to Joe Pencil Trapped in the Comics Zone. I actually
0: kind of want to watch that.
2: I kind of want to watch that too. Hmm. Stupid name, but, yeah. I, but I do want to watch it. Joe Pencil. I don't... That's, <laughs> yeah. that's like Joe Camel or like Joe Lunchpail—that's a thing, right? <laughs> Joe Cool, <laughs> yeah.
0: Joe the Plumber—we remember that. We remember that political reference, right?
2: Oh, we all do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we all gather around the fire and talk talk tales of Joe the Plumber.
2: Yeah, we do. You like Mark Twain would do.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this game—I like this game.
1: You do? I do. It has its—I have one major gripe about it, but it's—it's it's a thing that's commonly done which is they made it way too hard to compensate for it not being very long. Yeah. And yeah. I like that's some bullshit.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like not even like Echo Dolphin level where it's like, oh, "I wanted to make sure that this game wasn't beat- beaten in a weekend." It's like they wanted to make sure this game wasn't beaten in an hour. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much mm-hmm. content there is. Like I like I p- tried playing this game I streamed it on Twitch. If anybody wants to check out this game, uh, find, search for Tadpog on Twitch and you can watch it. Um, I played this game and for like an hour and a half. And then when I was done with it later on, I was like, I would like to see kind of the rest of the game. And there are a whole bunch of YouTube videos of people like that aren't even, the title isn't even labeled speedrun that are beating it like 35 minutes.
1: Yep. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the one I watched, the long, just a standard long play
2: 33 minutes. Yeah. And they just knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very, very, very short game mm-hmm. as far as like content goes. It's like it is one of those games where if you know what you're doing, you can knock it out on a lunch break, no problem.
1: It's a really interesting idea. Yeah. So I yeah. like everything. I like everything else about the game. Let's talk about the
2: idea. Because mm-hmm. I do think that I do think that the strongest thing about this game is the concept of the game. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a brilliant a brilliant treatment for a beat em up game mm-hmm. because i i've played a considerable amount of beat em up games and I, and i can't really think of one that is like comics zone um, which i am going to enunciate very clearly each time comics zone yeah yeah um because it takes place it all takes place inside a comic book so instead of um, walking from left to right for an entire level, you walk from left to right for a short panel. Mm-hmm. Um, you, then when you're finished with that panel, go to the next panel and, and there'll be,
0: and sometimes you'll skip panels. You'll right. You'll be like, uh, I'm going to go down instead, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah,
2: which is really cool because that's another element to beat them up games where it's like, it's, doesn't railroad you like a mm-hmm. lot of like you know great games that I love like yeah. Double Dragon Final Fight mm-hmm. Streets of Rage all kind of it's kind of like point A point B there yeah. there isn't like a lot there are no diverging paths mm-hmm. typically mm-hmm. I mean you can go like you can make a decision where it's like do I want to go to the balcony or do I want to stay on the ground right but in Comic Zone it's um do I want to go to the left panel or do I want to go to the bottom panel and whichever one you choose is going to be Entirely different, uh, and I think that's really neat. And eventually, those paths are going to meet back up right. at the end. But it's really cool that um, in a beat 'em up style game, you get to make a, dec- a decision like that.
1: There are a lot of mixed elements in this game that I enjoy because I mean, there are they're rudimentary, but there are puzzles in it. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. you yes. have to figure out how to progress, and I like I like that. You know, and then it has it's not just like standard final fight style you know, jump, jump, kick, punch, there's a whole like fighting game sort of system built in.
2: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think that you can find that in a lot of other beat em ups later ones. Mm -hmm. Um, But like the puzzle solving, I think is also something that to me sets this game apart in that genre Mm -hmm. because you're right. The puzzles are rudimentary. There, there's not a whole lot to them. Um I say that, but when you watch my video, you'll yeah. see me f- <laughs> not get simple puzzles
3: quite frequently
2: um but like for the most part they're like they're pretty easy to figure out. I feel like mm. um unless you're me uh, <laughs> in which it takes you a couple of times, uh, but that's cool because I can't really like I, I can't think of another beat 'em up that had such a, a large puzzle element into it. And yeah. by puzzle element, I don't mean like Tetris or something. You know, like It's just like these little logic puzzles where it's like
0: – Yeah, there's a thing in your way that is like – like there's a fan that's moving in your way. If you try and walk through it, it's going to hit you. So you got to find a way to disable it before you can do it. Sometimes there's a switch. Sometimes you can just put something like in there to like break it down – Sometimes you can send your rat to his untimely death to deal with it for you. That was in level three, so I don't know if you saw that. Uh,
2: I didn't I got to and um, I got to episode two. I got to the end of episode 2, which I would like to go ahead and point out. this game, like one of my biggest complaints about this game, and this is maybe dumb, is that I feel like they play the comic book angle to the fucking hilt. And then instead of calling them issues, they call them episodes. That is weird. That like melts my fucking face. <laughs> or so it's like you put so much effort into calling stages pages. You're literally going from panel to panel. The game opens up with a, a comic book penciler um, being attacked by one of his drawings. And you call the levels episodes <laughs> instead of issues. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> What do they call each of these? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, just the episodes. That's fine. Go. Yeah, take we, it. Or we got to send this out in like 10 minutes. What do we call it?
0: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like uh, in the third level, there's a, there's a thing where – I don't even know what it's supposed to be. Like, it's like this giant alligator mouth that's sticking out of the sand. Yeah, and, I like, saw it'll, that. It'll like bite down. And I don't know if there's a proper way to do this, but what I did was I just released the little pet rat that you pick up sometimes. Yeah. Roadkill. I think Roadkill is his
2: name. Is his name. Yeah. Yes.
0: And like, you know, the, the rat will go in and the thing will start chomping on it. And that's when you can jump over and hit it from the back. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm doing this wrong, but it's totally working. And the so rat right. is fine afterwards.
2: <laughs> oh, where the rat doesn't die? Yeah,
0: that's that's the thing that got me where I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel no like No harm, no foul. Yeah, that's
2: how you're <laughs> supposed to do it. I feel like I can't tell you how many times I lost that fucking rat. Um, uh, and this is why. Cause like the rat, roadkill, is a power-up. That's another thing I think mm-hmm. is interesting about this game. Like in looking at it through the lens of beat em up that genre mm-hmm. is that this game has an inventory system which yeah. is really cool. I would mm-hmm. love an inventory system in like Final Fight for example where it's like I want this lead pipe but I want to fucking save this lead pipe mm-hmm. for the, a boss. Yeah, And I'm just going to fight all the all the random uh dweebs as a fucking f- fucking fist, mm-hmm. man. Um but this game has an inventory system where there's three slots where you can um have either um, iced tea, I believe it is, um, <laughs> to regenerate your life. It came, um, in, a, it came in, in a bottle, so it's Snapple. Yeah, it's totally. Sure, it
0: wasn't Surge. I mean, it was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it does not
2: look like iced tea. Utopia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some, some Mondo. Orbits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Zima, yeah, <laughs> oh no, yeah, Zima.
2: So you got you got that. You can choose. Uh, there's grenades that you can pick up. There are there's dynamite that you can pick up, and then roadkill is one of the power ups, um, where you can take him out of your inventory and set him down. And Paul, like you said, he will go and um, he'll pace the panel back and forth. And if, there's, if he runs across an enemy, he's the most powerful power-up, by the way. Mm. If he runs into an enemy, he will electrocute it. Because that's how this rat rolls. He is an electric. <laughs> how he do. He is an electric yeah. rat.
0: He's a he's a prototype Pikachu. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fucking shock mouse.
2: By prototype Pikachu, I think you'd be a rip-off Pikachu, right? Well,
0: the Pokemon came out in 97, didn't it?
2: I have no idea. I'm you would by, know. You're the expert on it's that. It's like
0: 96 or 97, so this was before that.
2: All right, so Pokemon's a lie is what we're saying. You heard it here first. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah, he's exactly a prototype Pikachu because he, uh, when he hits an enemy, he will shock them, which stuns them, which will allow you to essentially get a free combo off on him. Mm -hmm. Not only that, this motherfucker will find any hidden item that's in that panel. Um, If he detects a hidden item, he'll stop, he'll sniff, he'll stand on his hind legs, and he'll pull the quote-unquote paper down, revealing, he'll tear it, revealing a power-up behind it. Which is really mm. cool. That's some, like, fourth-wall-breaking shit yeah. that I really appreciate in, in games like this.
0: Did you Did you ever use uh, the uh, one of the abilities you can do is you can, like, grab some of the paper from behind you and, like, throw a paper airplane? Yes, you rip and it. it. Co- and it costs you, like, a quarter of your health so and it's much so life. useless. It's Everything
1: so costs you health. Like, you yeah. have to break the terrain to progress.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But punching and kicking that stuff hurts you. Right. Mm-hmm that pissed me off that's yeah. that's a bullshit make it harder mechanic
2: that bothers me because I feel like they they cranked that up to a degree it didn't need to be I do agree I think they made it to the point where it's like uh, let's do this to make it more difficult but I see the at least I can see the design decision there Yeah. because a lot of those obstacles that you're punching can actually be broken with power ups that you find mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like if you find dynamite you can blow up some boulders if you don't find that dynamite you're fucking punching those boulders and gonna end up taking a quarter of your life off. Yeah,
1: because yeah. I mean, just normal progression, you you would take up seventy five percent of your life. Part just getting through an episode. I kind and then it doesn't the next level. It doesn't come back. You don't recover. Well, the next, when you when the you next go, page, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, when you go between episodes, you get your life back, but between pages, you don't. So.
2: Yeah, and that is a bummer. It, like, yeah. And that does feel like – that element to me feels like a let's make it more difficult element. Mm-hmm. Like the obstacles hurting you, I kind of get it because I feel like that is a decision they made where it's like, well, we want people to solve the puzzles instead of just brute forcing their way through these panels. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I kind of wish that it had been – explained to me maybe like yeah. that's like that's the intention but I, fu- I eventually got there but it took like an hour to, for me to realize oh okay they're doing this because they want me to solve these puzzles i
0: wonder they if they the talked ab- uh, if they hinted at it more in the instruction manual cuz this was back in the day when the instruction manual was actually kind of important
2: and they might have, I, I, I wish that I would have looked at the instruction manual for this game, because I can only assume that it is in a comic, that it is in a comic book format. I would bet so, yeah. Uh, and if it's not, that's a, that's a damn shame.
0: Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. This is, this is so incredibly 90s. Like. Uh, it's, just yes. The most 90s. <laughs> like. Well, because this...
1: you're a, you play a comic artist who is also a master martial artist. Yep. So, you know, just those two things happen commonly. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Buffish shit. Um. Yes.
2: Yes. Wearing the tiniest of shades.
0: Everyone <laughs> yeah. in this game
1: is wearing the tiniest of shades. Yep. Yep. Because you're a black belt in Jeet Kune Do, Paul, right? Oh, yeah. yeah totally. Of course.
0: Totally. Well, well, Landon is a black belt in Jeet Kune Do. <laughs> I do the Aikido shit. Because, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you're the, you're the writer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
2: What's up? So, yeah, I guess. So I want to see I want to see the Wayward Cross uh, version of Comic Zone. Like if someone could reskin that, I think that would be great. Oh, Where they can like tag you in uh, versus the your artist. I think that would be really cool. Do you ha- you have a pet rat? Right? Like all like so all many pet rats. Shandy yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. doesn't know about him yet. She's yeah. gonna she's gonna find out about this him. He's my, on my Friday. pet rat king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, 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 I. Oh, man. See, I want you to do that episode where you get sucked in, but like three panels in, just you get murdered outright (laughs) by somebody. (laughs) Somebody just shoots you in the
0: head because you're not, yeah. Yeah. You didn't listen
2: to my fiction (laughs) at the last con.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One thing I I remember, uh, like there's a, Point. I think it's in episode two where the bad guy like starts burning the page that you're on and you have yeah. to like escape downwards, you know, in, uh, in order to get out ahead of it. And I'm just like, I don't understand why you only try ideas once because I'm pretty sure that would have worked if you just tried it again. You know.
2: Well, he's and also like the, the villain is not only burning the comic book pages, but like he's also like drawing in enemies for you to fight. Yeah. Which is cool. That's like a nice touch. But – uh, he needs to, like, be a little more creative because, like, he can yeah, draw there's like, anything.
0: There's, like, I think three. Well, because uh, there's, like, the weird baghead ninja guy. There's the red mutant. There's... uh. I have okay. names for these. There's the cami ripoff.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Let me see. Who, who else? There's the dude with the stick with the power pole extend. Right.
2: Dude. I want to talk about these.
0: All right. Because
2: I think all of these are interesting. And, like, I don't know if... I mean, I don't think any of them are very creative, Uh, and by that I don't mean – I feel like they're all kind of ripoffs a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I
0: wonder if that's a comment on the character of Sketch, because they're supposed to be his his creations, right? right?
2: Yeah, they are, because this is his book that he's been sucked into. Which
0: makes no goddamn sense if you – like, you know, he – like the the first two pages are kind of tonally consistent with each other, and then all of a sudden he's in the Himalayas doing a kung right. fu tournament, and then he's out in the desert, you know, and it's just like his story sucks. Yeah, is what I, we're I, saying. I have no idea what the through line <laughs> of his comic series was supposed to be. He just does but two the page best, issues, but it's the best selling comic
1: of all time. If <laughs> at the very end you find that out, if you get the good ending, yeah, if yeah. you get
2: the good ending, it's the be- it's the best selling comic of all time. <laughs> and then your um your Oracle. Your helper, I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Her last name is Cyan. Alyssa Cyan, who, by the way, looks like a mix between Trinity from The Matrix and Connie from Doug. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Holy shit.
2: <laughs> Take those two, mash them together, and you've got your version of Oracle who guides you through this comic book world. Which, why do you need, why does he, Why does Sketch, the name of the character, mm-hmm. need a fucking guide to his own goddamn creation? Well, what's weird is
0: that as early as like the second page, Age, he's like, I don't recognize this. You know, so it's just like. Yeah,
2: and I guess Mortis, the guy who who has taken guy. over, I guess he's re drawing it. He's recreating reality. I need to stop drawing on Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that angle. That's a good angle. Oh man.
0: I want to talk about Sketch the enemy. Is Mortis? <laughs>
2: oh shit! It's a, it's a
0: giant Fight Club. <laughs>
2: I want to talk about the enemies for a moment because I think they are. They're interesting, but at the same time, I, I do think that they're kind of like... I don't know. I, I'll just get to them. So one guy, the lava-looking dude, the giant lava-looking guy, yeah, uh, who I would call Slinky Master...
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because he like does this Hidoken move... Where a, a gigantic slinky comes out mm-hmm. and, and then will hit you and then come back. And then he also does some weird shit. It'll
1: bounce off a wall if you dodge it and come back at
2: him. It'll go downstairs. <laughs> I mean, all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's name is Gravis. Um, and I never really got to see a lot of his slinky moves because I Linny. just- Lenny. Lenny Gravis. Lenny Gravis. Are you going to go my way? Um which is name? Mean, Just like so a great. dragonfly. Do <laughs> the, Dragon the sky. Just a little fucking dragonfly. So very
0: high. <laughs> you need to put that video in the show notes. In the <laughs> show
2: notes. It'll be there. Uh, also, uh, my favorite is the dude with two fireplace pokers. Yeah. Um, who is, I like to call... The Alex Mack of assassins, because he does turn to liquid, <laughs> go to the other side of you, pop up, and say, pack it in, and then he'll start, like, hitting you with his pokers. Uh, his name, I believe, was Sh- was Stridal. Uh, and-
1: Chemical GC-161. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
2: then we've got the guy that I like to call cyberpunk half-oric monk. Uh, he's the guy you find in the Himalayas um, who... He looks like a cyberpunk half-orc monk. He's got a bow staff, He's wearing orange visor mm-hmm. and he is a half orc.
1: That's what I played in yep. uh uh
2: Shadowrun Dragonfall. So that's gonna go. be my that's gonna be every character <laughs> at Dragon Con this upcoming year. I'm gonna make this who is named Styx. His name is Styx. Like spelled like the is. band. Uh and then of course, uh you mentioned the Cami, total Cami ripoff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it is like I saw this character and I was like, That's fucking Cammy. Like, how did they not get sued? Yeah. That is Cammy with a hook at the end of her hair. That is Kylie Minogue. That is is Kylie Minogue's pink eye. (laughs) Oh, jeez. The ending. You you brought up the ending, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Yes, at the end, this comic that I assume is now Mortis's creation, (laughs) that sketch is just like, yep, we're selling this shit, becomes a best-selling comic book. um, And then his... His,
0: there's just a bunch of dead men dead people on every page. Nothing is happening. <laughs>
2: also, the end isn't finished. I don't know. There Whatever. are several pages
0: yeah. that have been set on fire. <laughs> no.
2: Interesting creative choice in issue too. <laughs>
1: so in the good ending, whenever you kill Mortis, then Alyssa goes with you to the real world. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, see you, see that's bullshit. And number one, we all know you can't bring a doodle into the real <laughs> world until you have sex with them. Well, uh, how do you know they
2: didn't have sex? Cool. <laughs>
1: Because he would have been ripping pages, and no, it's all it's a whole thing.
2: We don't see before Mortis takes over. We don't see Sketch having sex with him, because mm. <laughs> that's how <laughs> Sketch gets into the real
1: world. Oh, what? And then like, the, and he's like, Alyssa joined the army and then became the chief secretary of, <laughs> okay, yeah, Secretary all right. of Defense,
2: I believe. Yeah, and
1: Roadkill, it, they give him a thousand pounds of mozzarella cheese, and yeah. he sleeps under. He's Templeton, essentially.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "Let's go with Templeton for Charlotte's cat." <laughs> what's a cat? What's a what's a rat's dream? I say cat because he meows. I don't know if anybody noticed this, <laughs> but he totally meows. Go back and listen when he finds when he finds an item, he goes meow and rips rips the fucking page.
0: I wonder if they, I wonder if they originally did roadkill as a cat and then they were like, you know what? This isn't extreme enough. (laughs)
2: Not nineties enough.
0: Yeah. Like it's so goddamn extreme on every level. Just, oh man.
2: The art design is like, man, I do not know the last time I played a game that felt this nineties. Like, I mean, it like exudes. 90s, like it, it
0: almost feels like a parody, it's, it, I, yes, absolutely, <laughs> it
2: does. Like, someone could have told me, like, hey, check out this indie game that someone developed where <laughs> they're just totally making fun of the 90s, I I I like Double Dragon
1: Neon, if it would have been the whole thing all over again, absolutely. <laughs> but, like,
2: also, like, sketch the main character is. Really weird looking. And I think it's like a bold choice that they decided that they would go with a main protagonist who has a weird double chin, like not even like a regular double chin, but like a weird, a weird one. If you look at the box art, he's got like, he essentially has like very little neck, so Mm. little neck. And then I saw another piece of uh, art, I don't know what it was from, Uh, Kyle from the Experience Grind podcast Mm -hmm. sent it to me, where it looks like, it looks like Sketch's neck is actually like foreskin, and like (laughs) his neck is emerging from the foreskin. So like, the only thing that I can gain from that is like, at no point did any of the artists working on him like, knew what the model was for his neck. Uh. And like, they were having meetings where it's like these long phone calls where it's like... Wait, his neck is like, his neck is like a dick, right? <laughs> it's totally like a dick, right? Sketch McDick <laughs> Sketch McDick
1: neck. <laughs> oh, man. Because he looks sort of like, who is that, I forget his name, the first boss you come across in Final Fight. That oh, I know who you're, I that, know who you're the, talking about. The 90s God,
2: I cannot remember his name,
0: though. Uh, it's not coming to me either.
2: Uh, he reminded me of Trigun. Um, mm. Oh yeah, he, he does yeah, have Vash's Vash the stamp- Vash Vash stampede, stampede like specs. glasses yeah. and the blonde hair, and mm-hmm. um, he's not as wiry. Um, I mean, I Vash is also like quintessential '90s for me because that's—I mean, that's like late '90s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think it came out in the late '90s, early
2: 2000s, late '90s.
0: Like, I think it was coming over here in the early 2000s. Yeah, but it, but it came out in Japan in the late '90s.
2: I wonder how many people have that
1: coat. The Trigon and, and coat? Wear, and wear Vash's coat around. I bet Paul could tell us.
0: I mean, I see it a lot at conventions, but yeah. you can't really judge exactly how often that gets wear- Comes out in the wild. Gets worn <laughs> in the wild. Um, I'm sure there's somebody that tried to pull it off. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I know there are some people that they're wearing their ridiculous steampunk bullshit, and I'm like, you, you try and wear that in the real world, don't you? Like- yeah, absolutely.
2: I would have. Honestly, like, my freshman year of college, like, if I would have had, like, a Vash the Stampede coat, you bet your ass. <laughs> You're like, I'm in college. I'm cool. It's it called anime,
0: Dad.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, my, my friend James Livingston went through his semi-goth phase. And what he liked to do is he had a coat similar to Vash's, only it was black. And he, on the back, made an onk out mm-hmm. of safety pins mm-hmm. on, the, <laughs>
2: on the back. Yes. When did he do this? Was this the 90s? Yeah, this was the 90s. I love that you said black Vasha Stampede jacket because I'm surprised that in Comics Zone there is not a black trench coat because I own a black trench coat. Uh, I can name three other people who I'm not going to, who I know personally, who have been on this show, who have owned black trench coats.
1: Okay, so we can guess. Yeah. You're welcome to, You're
2: welcome to guess um, I,
1: and, I've seen John Turley's goth face You got so, one yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Those are some of
2: the best pictures I've
1: ever seen of his goth face
2: And hopefully uh, Hopefully he'll share those with us but he won't <laughs> No he won't oh, <laughs> But I'm surprised there's no black trench coat in this game Because I feel like that is like what's they lacking They felt like
0: that was too cliche Maybe
2: I guess or maybe that was later in the 90s uh. When it's like the Matrix came out.
0: That that might be that might that might have had an impact.
2: I owned one of those fucking black trench coats, and this is why I mentioned earlier. If I had a the Stampede um, jacket, and my freshman year of college, I totally would have worn it uh-huh. because I remember the last day I wore um, the combination of my black trench coat. And my sunglasses. It was. Oh God, this is like the fucking cringiest shit oh my, in I'm the Sorry, world. my mental energy. It's.
0: Oh, it's I, so- I,
2: had, I had to. I had to contain it. <laughs> I had to. But You're gonna it's blast like blast
0: out of your eyes like Cyclops. <laughs> it was like
2: one of those fucking days where it's like. I overheard somebody like say something like that was I they either thought I was out of earshot or they realized that I needed to hear this <laughs> and it was like a, a act of kindness they said something out of uh, out of earshot along the lines of. Who's this motherfucker thinks he is? The Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was like offended because like, pfft, no. <laughs> Something cooler than the Terminator. I'm much more like Neo.
1: Thank you. Thank you. you.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that was like the last day that I ever like wore that. I think that's the last day I wore those sunglasses, period. <laughs> and then I wore, that, I wore that jacket sparingly until I could uh, afford a new jacket.
0: I uh, I I had a brown trench coat because I watched uh, the last episode of Cowboy Bebop and I'm like ah this this is this is a new spin on it yeah I'm gonna get one of those <laughs> you know and I wore that to school way too much and uh, eventually I got pulled into the principal's office and uh, they asked me if I was gonna shoot up the school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should play it leaned harder than that. Well, what if I am? <laughs>
2: Sir, this is not a black trench coat.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I never had a trench coat, but I did have, you know, the yellow, puffy, oversized fubu jacket, which is probably worse. So. I'm not sure that
2: it is worse, honestly. Uh, you with, with, did my match- wear- with my matching jean shorts, fubu jean shorts. I have a very important question for you. Did you ever wear that to a college class?
1: No, I'd gotten, I'd lost it somewhere by the time college started. I Only wore it in high
2: school. Not worse, <laughs> not worse. You had, you had reached a certain level of like uh, self awareness where you are like, oh, I am not going to look like an idiot today. I choose to go to college like uh, an adult.
1: My in high school, my friend Mitchell was the uh, black trench coat wore black every day. Yeah, and I remember then once we had like you know a spirit day where a uh, all black day, so all the students wore black. So that day, Mitchell elected to come to school. And and Easter Sunday suit, all pastel colors. <laughs> that's amazing. He was so angry. He's like, I do this every
2: day. <laughs> Can't take this from me?
1: Oh, man. Good times. It's a comic zone. I guess we should mention you only have one life.
2: Yeah, that's important. This goes with the theme of this game is difficult. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Hard it, as balls.
2: Like engineered to be difficult. Uh, yes, you do only have one life. I think you get, I got to continue yeah. for episode two, but I don't know how that mechanic works.
0: Yeah. I couldn't tell you, but like I got, I got to continue, uh, just, yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever died on the first, uh, uh on the first stage. So I couldn't really tell you. Bragger. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: died plenty of times. There's That is documented on the internet at least for three weeks.
0: <laughs> oh man. But yeah, just 90s comics, man. It's some ridiculous bullshit there.
2: I read it, That's where I read the bulk of my comics was in the 90s. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, but like anything with an X in front of it or after it, and I had the money for it, I bought in red. Um, or an X
1: in it, like Excalibur? Yes, or an X in it, like Excalibur. <laughs>
2: that, that's a really good point. <laughs> Uh, I mean X Factor, X-Force, X Caliber, X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, Gen X, which I will fucking defend. Like that'll be the comic that I'll defend. That I'll die on a hill for for <laughs> for Generation X. Like that, like I feel like that comic was adapted poorly into a Fox show. I don't know if you guys remember the Fox no, show. I, I don't
0: remember this. It
2: was not adapted well, which really sucks because like the comic was A very well done, like almost like a slice of life style mutant young mutant comic, and I thought it was good. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it was kind of geared for. um, I kind of honestly, I kind of feel like it was geared for for girls, Uh, and it was like really super well done. And they talked about like, and the reason I say I think it was geared for girls is because they talked like a lot of the main characters were female, and they talked about like a lot of. Young, uh, adolescent girl issues and stuff like that, and, and adolescent boy issues too. Right, right. Um, but it was nice to see, like, um, it viewing from multiple different angles. I yeah. loved that comic, and actually, just talking about it and mentioning it for a few minutes, I actually cannot wait to go home. And I might <laughs> read a, a few issues. Uh, I think that's where like the White Queen started to actually become more of a uh, good, a good hero as okay. opposed to a, a villain.
0: Yeah, the only, uh, like, comics were my brother's thing, like, when we were growing up. Like, I wound up getting, like, the 90s mostly were just my time to get into anime. You know, all the Dragon Ball Z and all the Outlaw Star and stuff like that. Like, that was was my thing. But there was one comic that I read many times because it was, like, a four-issue run. I don't even know if there are any other things of it. But have you ever heard of Slapstick? No. The awesome Slapstick. He is a... He's a, he's a high school prankster, uh... I think his name's like Steve Harmon or something like that. And he like- Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. I was going there too, man. God, you could fucking sell me right now on like
2: the origin of Family Feud comic book oh
0: where God. it's like
2: the last bit, like the covers, says uh, the amazing slaps or I'm sorry, the awesome slapstick. And then the very end, like is just a splash of like a Family Feud cover where it's like, oh my God, this is such a great way to watch a Family Feud comic book. It all fits together. I hope Steve Harvey
1: is a high school student who put on the mask from the mask And never (laughs) took it off And he became
2: slapstick And then Steve Harvey And now host Family Feud I just got a great idea For the Delta Green game If I ever end up Actually running that Um the stipulation is gonna be that all the players have to choose a host of Family Feud that they're playing (laughs) as (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Uh Oh man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Richard uh, Dawson. I'm gonna kiss everybody.
1: You're calling it? (laughs) Yep.
0: Oh man.
2: Social skills through the roof. (laughs) Uh
0: but yeah, he's a high school prankster who uh like he somehow falls into conflict with these evil clowns from Dimension X, and like he gets like these uh I don't, I don't remember if they're magic or just, like, super technology from that dimension, you know, but they're, they're 4 finger gloves that turn him into, like, you know, a cartoony clown. Okay. And basically, his superpower is that he's basically a Looney Tunes character. Okay. You know, like, he'll get...
2: Kind of like Freakazoid a little bit? Kind of. Ish.
0: Yeah, like, it's it's very similar. His design's kinda, uh, kind of reminiscent of Freakazoid a little yeah. bit. But, you know, like, yeah, and, you know, he had the, like, he... The the last issue, like, he had this big crossover with basically everybody in the Marvel Universe. Like, really? Like, uh, he keeps running, like, he runs in a Ghost Rider and Speedball and, you know, like, a bu- and, and then by the end of it, like, just about everybody's there, you know, because they're all trying to solve this problem of this guy who calls himself the Neutron Bum who, like, you know, he keeps asking people for change for a cup of coffee, yeah and no one listens to him, and so he's a mutant who can blow shit up, and so he just does that, and then he's like, I want five bucks for a cup of coffee. And, like, it keeps on escalating, you know, and nobody's actually paying attention to him, you know? And so, like, while all these A-list heroes are trying to figure out how they can beat this godlike guy, Slapstick just gives him a cup of coffee, and while he is drinking his cup of coffee, knocks him unconscious with a giant mallet. (laughs) And then they get really mad at him and the thing punts him into, like, the next county. You
2: I know? would have loved if, like, they had used Neutron Bum as the catalyst for Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they just would have brought him back just for that.
0: Oh, my God. There, there was another issue where there's a guy that he hates mutants because uh, there, was an, uh, there was an incident where the X-Men were fighting Magneto or something. And, like, the news report. What? The, the news <laughs> report. In a shocking turn of events. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but the news report of that broke into uh, him watching uh, Wheel of Fortune. Like, they cut into it. He's, Vanna no! and like he kits himself out like the Punisher and just goes and kills every mutant he can like that's the thing and so there's a whole issue of him chasing slapstick around because he thinks he's a mutant you know and Hmm. it's
2: I'm gonna look into this
0: it's I remember liking it but it's really goddamn stupid you know
2: (laughs) I'm actually my big takeaway from all of that is that now I have the freakazoid theme stuck in my head, which is great because yeah. now I finally for the first time in two days have Alien Ant Farms um, smooth criminal out of my head. <laughs> like that has just been going in my head non stop since oh, we did man. the Moonwalker episode. So now it's just <laughs> doom 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 to do. Doom to do. Oh
0: man. But yeah. Good old slapstick.
2: Did
1: you guys have any achievements for Comic Zone?
2: Comics zone. Comics zone. Please, Tyler,
1: let's le- let's use the
2: proper nomenclature. <laughs> uh, I do have some achievements. Uh, my first achievement, I realize. okay, I, I need to preface this. Um, I realized that I'm going to make an 80s reference, which is right out of the question, considering how 90s this game is. <laughs> but I cannot fucking pass the opportunity because of the concept of the game. My first achievement is called Take On Me. Uh, And in order to unlock Take On Me, you have to. Thank you. You have to save Alyssa. You have to get the good ending of the game. She needs to become the Secretary of Defense, and you unlock Take On (laughs) Me. My second achievement is called. Take me on, <laughs> and in order to unlock Take me on, you get the bad ending of Comic Zone, where <laughs> Alyssa da- she drowns to death in the capsule uh, that Mortis has placed her in. You still win the game. You still beat. You still beat the bad guy.
0: But everybody's sad.
2: But right, yeah, Templeton. There's no Templeton Circus for uh, Roadkill. <laughs> um, you're you're. Dog funny girlfriend does not become a high-ranking government officer. <laughs> she also None looks like
1: the main character from
2: Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, I, I could see that. I have. I I'm not familiar. That. I'm. I know of Beyond Good and Evil, but I'm. I've never um, imbibed Beyond <laughs> Good and Evil.
1: I did. I bought it on Xbox 360, the HD version. And then I lent it to Jacob, and it got hit by lightning. So I've never played Beyond Good and
2: Evil. <laughs> just Beyond Good and Evil. Yep. Nothing else got struck.
0: Jacob was walking inside his apartment. He threw it up in the air. <laughs>
2: and the bolt of lightning. <laughs> no. Zeus was
0: just like, fuck this game in particular. <laughs>
3: Paul, do you
1: have any achievements?
0: I, I have a name for one. I don't know exactly what it would apply to. But, uh, but your mother's a tracer from uh (laughs) chasing uh, amy Amy. yeah Yeah. i i just don't know what that would apply to like maybe you hit the hand as it's uh drawing something on the screen or something like that i don't know
2: jesus man now you just man you just opened up a whole fucking can of worms i'm like thinking like how i can work in chasing amy references (laughs) like what's a nubian like that should be an achievement
1: (laughs) Uh, i've only got one uh crispy chicken which in the 90s was Hardy's mascot when they had fried chicken. Oh. And I don't remember crispy chicken. I wasn't aware chicken. of this. Mm-hmm. So that is when it was a yellow, blue, and red chicken. Yeah? Yeah. So he was selling you his family members. His, his meat. His dead family members. His yeah. flesh.
0: Yep. He's a flesh-fed <laughs> Nobody knows chicken like chicken. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And that is when you beat the final boss. When you beat Mortis. Ah, excellent.
2: (laughs) I have maybe you guys can help me. I help me workshop this achievement. I do have another. I do have one more achievement name, but I do not know what that achievement would be. Um, The name is "Get in the Zone," (laughs) Comic Zone. (laughs) Is there a car that you can rebuild in this game, (laughs) where you purchase parts from your local? I don't know, Uh... Comics Zone. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad one. Let's auto, just skip off that auto comic zone. We can edit that out, right?
0: <laughs> c- Pet boys, <laughs> make it louder.
3: <laughs> oh, <man.
2: laughs> that's all. That's all I got. Um, I've got. I want to mention just a couple more things. Um, I again, I want to champion this game for being different. Like, it's nice. Like, this was a nice game to play. I like the genre. I like the beat em up genre. So, this was a nice game to play to just, like, kind of get a fresh perspective on it.
0: This is something that I I, I was thinking of earlier. Sorry to interrupt. But, no, like, you're fine. but uh, I can't see this game happening on the Super Nintendo. Really? I I just feel like this. Too weird? Super Nintendo got cool World. So we're fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're sad. Yeah, it's even. But no, like that sense of, you know, extreme and battitude and all that stuff. I feel like that was so. Sega! Yeah, that was so much what Sega traded in. I just can't see that being something that would show up on the Nintendo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I can agree with that.
2: Like it's almost like this game is like almost like a statement mm -hmm. where it's like, this is who we are as Sega.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I don't really have a follow up to that, but uh, I just thought that it was something no, that was I, interesting.
2: I, I agree. I think it would have been fun on the Super Nintendo. Like uh, I know that this game was like actually designed for the six button Genesis controller, which mm. I never saw as a kid. Honestly, my
0: cousin had them because he Lucky. played. He played the shit out of uh, out of uh, Street Fighter. Street 2. Fighter, yeah. yeah. And uh, so you he got to have it. Yeah, for that. and. Uh, I guess that's what you would use for the uh, different items as opposed to switching exactly. to C and then, okay. Because it is
2: kind of a pain in the ass on the yeah. three-button controller because you have to cycle through the power-ups instead of just hitting um, one of the extra buttons to yeah. just automatically use
3: it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but what I was saying is that, like, man, I can't believe that, like, Marvel or DC didn't hop on this fucking train. Mm. Like, I, I, it's just impossible. Mm. I I can't fathom that they didn't see the value and, like... Not only this style of game, like maybe they weren't into like breaking the fourth wall. Maybe that was the yeah. issue,
0: but like because Deadpool wasn't doing that shit, right? Yet, no, he?
2: he wasn't there yet in the in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. No, not by a long shot. <laughs> but like, I feel like the narrative opportunities uh, for a beat 'em up, like, is it's amazing because like. You can travel so much. You can like traverse a scene essentially just in one panel, and like you could actually tell a very big story. I feel like if if you wanted to, Mm -hmm. Um, and you could downplay, they could downplay the gimmicks. You know, the page doesn't have to burn and stuff like that. You could downplay a lot of the fourth wall breaking stuff. Uh, I just, I honestly, I wish that there was. This is gonna sound really dumb, but I wish there was like a comics zone remake (laughs) that isn't like the same characters and shit, but it's just like, here's the concept and we're going to push it with like a different, a a different story and different characters. Um, I guess the, the alternate route that I think would also work is if they also took it the other way. And they're like, we are going to make the quintessential nineties game. Like Mm. we're like, we're going to go overboard nineties just to hit all those uh nostalgia dopamine tanks that are yeah, rattling around in yeah. your soul. I just wanted to get a Toe Jam and an Earl. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then yeah. I'm gonna be saying this is the most nineties game I've ever played. <laughs> uh one more thing that I wanted to hit on uh and that is the sound design I think is really, really, really good in this game. Mm-hmm. Like there are sound bites, like there are um like the voices in this game I can actually understand. Uh, for the most part, uh, as opposed to like um, Mortal Kombat, where it's usually, or Street Fighter, even where it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe it's because it's in a different language other than English, where I don't know what they're saying, but I, I do feel like they put a lot of polish in the sound. I don't think the music is great, mm. uh, but I think like the actual sound is is pretty good because it, it
1: always this game in particular. I, I I like the music, but it really drives home after playing so much Super Nintendo that the Genesis is tinny as hell. It is, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they make it work, yeah. But man, man, it's like listening to my iPhone with the free headphones that yeah, the air, you get at the
2: airport, just a little more comfortable. Though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listening to the music on this game, I was reminded because I played a lot of uh, Maximum Carnage on the Super uh, on the uh, Genesis. And uh that the, green jelly, yeah, the green jelly, <laughs> like that I remember that I remember that music, you know, and uh mm-hmm. it, it felt very similar, you know, absolutely that they're in their way of, yeah, this is what a guitar sounds like, right? you know <laughs> this is an
2: approximation of a musical instrument. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> All right, thank you for allowing me to expound upon my. My thoughts of Comics Zone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone should play it. Honestly, I do think. I think this game belongs on the list. Yeah. And I think that if you have not played this game, it is worth checking out. I agree, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have had a really good time. Yeah. This is. This has been a really. This has been really fun. Before we close things out, I have a few questions for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, The first mm -hmm. of which being, if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? And why is it my haircut? Since it's
1: about, <laughs> since it's about uh, a comic artist and a creator who gets sucked into his own creation, I have to give it the mustache of Rhythm Master, cute butt, Paul Korn.
2: Oh, <laughs> all right. I thought you might be going like for an Alan, Alan Moore kind of thing, and I like how you worked it around the table to our very own mm-hmm, guest mm-hmm, host. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Dave. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you would give this game a pair of glasses... What kind of glasses would you give it?
1: What glasses do you think I'm gonna give it?
2: My haircut.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Big
2: haircut. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, John Lennon's. Yeah, good. Band. Nailed it.
1: You're on top Nailed of it. Nailed it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, again,
1: the the detailed specs of. Bash the stampede. Wait, wait, Bash the stampede. Ah, damn
2: it! <laughs> Don't say it yet. I got more guesses.
3: <laughs> the but Paul corn <laughs> <laughs> I feel so loved
2: <laughs> those are good, those are good glasses, yeah
3: Aww.
2: Tyler, yes, and Paul, yes, yes. and cute butt <laughs> I have another question for you, one more question. I'm so glad you made the the toot noise have <laughs> Because, tangent. Not, did you Not guys, enough toots on this show. Not enough poots. <laughs> not the Putin cast. Did you guys <laughs> notice that sometimes when you crouch his sketchy farts?
3: I did not. No. That
2: happens. That's a thing that happens. Yeah. Huh. Ninety.
3: Yeah.
2: So, I have one more question for you, Putin gentlemen. And that is... British big fans of Russia. You big Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how much this game is on Amazon. If you were to go on there right now and find this game used, how much do you think you'd pay for it? $28. 28 bucks from Tyler.
0: I'm going to say $15.
2: $15 from Paul. Okay, guys. Actual retail value of Comics Zone for the Sega Genesis used on Amazon at the time of this recording is $13.22. Is it worth it do you think? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I think you can get it cheaper on Steam. I'm not positive. I think yeah. it's part of their mega oh, bundle. Oh,
1: okay. But yeah. if
2: you're a collector, that's not bad. That's yeah. not a bad price for a for a, a game that I think is actually pretty good. Yeah.
0: Honestly, if it were under if it were like 10, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's so like a no I feel brainer. like it, I feel like it's close, Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: All right. But... If it were on Steam for 9.99, okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: what do we do now?
2: Well, we can close it out if you'd like to. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Paul for coming on and driving four hours round trip at least. Yeah, uh, no problem. To to come and talk to Don't us. Don't
0: worry. Though. I drive really, really fast. It'll be quick.
3: Then, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I,
2: I turn into a, a Michael Jackson car and launch myself at <laughs> the
3: space and I'm home just like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, uh, thanks for
1: listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So don't miss the next episode.
2: I don't know. We, we don't know yet. yet. We haven't talked about yeah. it. We got a whole bunch of games on the Steam sale.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe
2: there's something there. Um, I've had some games that have been recommended to me recently. And games that were sent in to us. Yeah. So we'll f- we'll figure that out. It'll be a surprise. How about that?
1: Yeah. Um, There are places you can give us reviews. You uh-huh. can go there. It's fine. Yeah. If you do, great. If you don't, that's okay. It's fine. So grab that's people fine. on the street. not a big deal.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen to Tad Pog. Yeah. I don't know what that is.
2: <laughs> Seek out the neutron bomb.
0: Oh, wait. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, or, you know. Or just contact us directly. It's whatever. But whatever whatever you send to us, say to us, we promise we will get to that.
3: Eventually. eventually.
2: Uh, Don't worry, guys. Uh, Like Tyler said, we will be back. We're going to be talking about something. We don't know what yet, but we promise we're going to make it as good as we possibly can. Uh, In the meantime, you can always find us on Tadpog.com. That's where the show notes are. Boy, do I have some show notes for you. Uh, definitely go there. <laughs> wow. It's just like a dragonfly. At least at least visit the show notes for that link. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Thank you to everybody who's sharing and retweeting us. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate the donations that we are getting. Yeah. Uh, those have increased recently, and that is amazing. Uh, That makes us feel really good about Mm -hmm. the product that that we're producing. Uh, I want to specifically thank uh, exalted Lord Micah Perdue uh, for increasing his Patreon donation. He's still riding that penny train, increasing his Patreon pledge by one penny for every episode that we do. And Micah, I think that is um, an amazing thing that you're doing. Thank you. There is one more thing uh, that I also want to mention. Tyler, uh, you may want to think on this one for a little bit, because mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah, I know you've recently purchased Final Fantasy XIV in the most recent Steam sale. Yep. Um, someone, uh, Brandon on Twitch, uh, approached me and said, "Hey, I've got an Amazon promo code for for that sweet, sweet Fat Chocobo. So it's yours uh, if you want okay. it. But if you, I don't know if it expires." Uh, let me know if let me know if you decide that you want it, and I'll uh, we can give it out on the show that, or Adam Levine fan club. I'm just waiting whatever.
1: for that PayPal debit card. So if, when, depending on when that comes in, if it's before it expires or after it expires,
2: I'll look into the expiration date okay. on that. Also, I need to thank you, Paul, uh, because I made a big deal – I made a huge deal about how Jacob York of Wolf Finding Fame was my hero for – and and Jacob, you still are – was my hero for giving me uh, the Amazon promo code to get the fat chocobo in Final Fantasy XIV. Paul had actually sent me the promo code for that like a week prior, and I hadn't realized it because he sent it to me when I was in the car driving – Back home from Jacob's wedding. Um, oh,
1: yeah. So, Paul, yeah. You, sent,
2: you sent me the link, and I looked at it, and I thought you were just, like, showing me that it was a thing. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah that's sweet. I know about it. the fat chocobo. Yeah, I know. And then I just completely erased it from my memory forever. So, Paul, I'm sorry for that. Thank you. Uh, that, did get, that did find a home, and it did get good use.
0: Nice. <laughs> you can
2: call uh, us if easy. you want. Yeah. Uh, 2555 or you can send a text if you're if you're a shy boy or a shy girl, uh, you can text and I'll read it and fuck it up, I promise.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, if you want to send us something, uh, a game or, or or foods, whatever, you can send that to Tab Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box three seven eight five Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two.
2: We also have an Instagram, Tab yes. underscore podcast. Yes. We've got a Steam group, which we never, ever mm-hmm. mention. Yep. Hey, if you like Steam games, look for us on Steam. You'll find a group. Just join. Anything else? Any other things that we need to pimp? Uh, just that our theme song is movies about more Drive. And a link to that track can be found on the show notes at TideBug.com. I haven't yeah. said that in a long Mm-mm. time. Paul? Yeah? How would you like to close this out?
0: Well, we didn't mention it during the course of the show, but uh, when the game oh. starts... Uh, they do like a check check one two thing and I don't I'm assuming that's supposed to be sketch doing that or? I
2: assume that it is but it sounds like I guess it's him doing yep. an Elvis impression yeah yeah because it's it goes
0: check check
3: <laughs> so you
2: want to close it out like that yeah let's, let's do that I <laughs> love it Uncle Jesse
1: be proud <laughs> <laughs> so until next time
3: tropical Capricorn Thank you very much. That was good. good.
2: We should do an album. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. Paul, when do you have to drive back? We could probably cut an album. (laughs) In the next uh,
0: negative 45 minutes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't call it horror. It's kind of like Saw, but for genitals.